Everything just may change when you allow yourself to say no. Hey, it's Chris, and welcome back to the Beyond Dreams podcast, a space for me to explore thoughts and ideas and share them with you to hopefully spark some ideas and thoughts of your own. Now, wait a second. How is the just go guy who encourages people to jump in and do things encouraging people to say no? Well, I suppose like everything, this is a story of balance. And I'd like to ride this idea out, this concept of if we say no to certain things, that doesn't mean we get less opportunities. That means we become available for more of the opportunities and projects that we want to say yes to. If we say yes to everything that comes along, we become a bit of a slave to these people or clients or whatever it is that you are creating your work for. And then when something comes along that you actually want to do, what if you don't have time or the availability or the resources to say yes to that? So where does this balance come into play? And of course, it's a tough one. This idea was sparked this week because I recently had someone reach out to me asking me to do a video project, like a freelance, a side project type thing that I actually reached out to them years ago about doing something, making videos with them. That's another interesting concept of me starting some idea in someone's brain and them saying, no, it's not a right fit right now. And then years later coming back, say, hey, we want you to do that thing. Do you remember when you pitched us that idea? I was like, kind of a cool thing. We'll save that for another episode. But they basically wanted me to produce videos for them. And unfortunately, at the moment, I don't have a whole lot of time since I'm producing videos and podcasts for work projects and then also a handful of personal projects happening. So when they asked if I could help them with their videos, I initially explored the idea and I initially said yes. And I thought about it for several days and I had to reach back out to them and say, hey, Guys, I'm sorry, like we, we didn't start any projects around. I didn't like leave them hanging after they were expecting it. It was kind of like we we're still figuring it out. I was like, hey, I'm going to have to back out of this project because I don't want to spread myself so thin saying yes to this because it could be a cool idea. I'm going to have to back out and say no so that I can focus on the projects that I've already committed to. And I want to be able to do the best job at the projects that I'm working on right now. And I don't want to take on an additional project that I won't be able to give my full attention to. It was hard. That's a really hard thing to have a cool project that someone reaches out to you and is like, hey, that idea that you had, we want to do it. We're going to give you money to do it. And then I have to say, no, you know what? I'm actually not going to say yes to that because it's not quite right for me at the moment. A lot of people, no matter what stage they're at, think that they have to say yes to when a client or a gig comes along. And and despite whatever the rate is, they'll say, okay, well, I got to do this thing. They only have half of what I actually wanted for the rate, but you know, it'll be cool. And uh, maybe I'll be able to work with them later and do more things. And it's like, we start justifying all of those reasons why we should say yes, when we know deep down that it's not right. And that comes from a mindset of scarcity. Well, if I don't say yes to this, maybe something else won't come along tomorrow. And I need to say yes to this because I don't have any other gigs lined up. And of course, 
there's times when you have to say yes to everything and, and you have to do things that maybe aren't ideal for you just to get by. And that's, again, there, this there's no hard line in the sand on this. It's like, if you need to hustle and do some gigs, sure. But I'd like to take this idea into the more uh, optimized and ideal scenario when we actually do start saying no to the projects that aren't right and the gigs or whatever, and allowing ourselves to have more space to say yes to the ones that are right. I think about it often. Uh, a few years ago, I kind of made a mindful decision to increase my rates for the live theater variety show that I was producing and performing. It started off as a thing of, you know, you hear a lot of entertainers and performers saying, well, I work at birthday parties and libraries and there's no way anyone would pay me more than $300 to do a show. I'm like, okay, yes, that's true. But if you decide that you want to charge $3,000 and we'll use some roundabout numbers to make this easy, say you're doing a $300 gig or a show or whatever, and you say, I want to charge, I want to make 10 times as much money doing the doing a show. I want to make $3,000 instead of $300. Now, if you go to the clients or the, the people that were hiring you for $300 and say, hey, my rate's changed now. I'm charging $3,000. And then you come back and say, oh, it doesn't work. My my show, my whatever I'm doing doesn't, people don't say yes to $3,000. Of course not, because you've trained them that it's a $300 gig. So what happens when you decide that you want to add a zero onto your rate? And I'd like to mention that this is relevant to whatever. If you're an artist, if you're a painter, if you're a graphic designer, if you're a videographer, a photographer, whatever. I'll use the example of the entertainer and you can fill in your role as you please. If you want to charge 10 times more, you're going to have to do a lot of work at the beginning. You're going to have to find a new market, most likely. If you're selling a $20 art prints at the farmer's market every Saturday morning, you can't roll in sometime and, and be like, hey, cool, my prices are 10 times more. You're going to need to find a different market. You might need to go to more like a traditional art gallery type setting where the people that go there aren't looking for a $20 or $100 piece of art. They're looking for $20,000 pieces of art or $100,000 pieces of art. Just like when I was doing my live theater show, the show that I was doing at birthday parties and libraries for a couple hundred bucks wasn't very different than the shows that I was doing at corporate events and theme parks and resorts for five and $10,000 for weekends of shows. So it's almost never a difference in the quality of work that you're doing. We're gonna start with this assumption that you are making badass art and you're doing something that is at the top notch level. If you're just a beginner, you can't roll out and say you wanna make $3,000 for a gig. You're gonna to have to work your way up there. But what does change is your marketing, the messages that you are sending out through your marketing. You're gonna to have to have a website that doesn't look crappy. You're gonna to have to have a promo video that looks amazing. And you're gonna to have to build your messaging around something that makes it look like it's worth it. So what does this mean? You're going to have to say no to the shows that you used to do or the gigs that you used to do or the art fairs that you used to go to. You're going to have to say no so that you have the ability to say yes 
to the new opportunities. So my favorite way of thinking about this is if you add a zero to the rate of your show or your gig or your art or whatever it is that you're doing, that allows you the opportunity to say no to 10 times more things that come in. So if you say no to 10 times more things that are coming in, but your price is 10 times higher for every one thing that you do, it pays for those other nine no's that you said no to. And that I think if you fundamentally start to believe that and you have a product and marketing and messaging in place that one out of those 10 will say yes, then it's like such an easy decision to say no and wait so that your calendar isn't filled up with all these projects that you don't wanna say yes to, but you're doing it to fill the calendar. I saw this happen, but it required a major commitment. I needed to say, I'm not going to promote my show to be, I, I can't do both. I can't promote my show to be the backyard birthday party entertainer, but also be this high-end corporate and resort entertainer. You have to make the decision and make the bold decision to go one way or the other. And this is not saying that the birthday party backyard entertainers or the farmer's market artist that's selling cheap prints is the wrong way to go. This came from my decision where I wanted to be more of a premium product that wasn't necessarily the right fit for everyone, but it was the right fit for a very small amount of people. Eventually, as I started doing more and more video work, I was slowing down doing my juggling variety show to the point now where I'm not accepting any bookings. And that was a tough decision to make because I spent my whole life building up my variety show, my live theater show. And then I decided that I wanted to kind of spin things around and do more content creation for online videos and podcasts and content. And in order for me to be able to focus 100% on the content that I wanna create, I had to make a decision, make a decision to say no to booking the juggling show. And now it's like slow, slowing down. But when I first did this decision within this past year, I was still getting like emails and show offers coming in. I was like, hey, do, do you want to go perform at this college? And it's like a couple thousand dollars to do a show. And I'm like, oh, I, I could use the money. But is that going to take away from several days of my calendar that week where I could be focusing on where I actually want to be going. So I made the conscious decision saying no to these opportunities that were coming in that were actually taking my mental energy and real time away from the direction that I wanted to go. And, and I made the decision to focus 100% on the direction that I do wanna go. So here's a question to consider. How many things are you saying yes to because you feel like you have to? You feel like if you don't say yes to this, nothing better will come along. And on the second side of that, how many of those things that you're saying yes to are actually preventing you from making bigger progress towards the things that you want to say yes to? You can't be in two places at once. So we have to make the decision, a bold decision. This is the type of creator that I want to be. I'm going to start saying no to the things that stand in my way and fill my time and say yes to the things that drive me into the direction that I want to go. 
So that's it for now. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Dreams podcast. This has been really cool for me to do the everyday short episodes and to just think through and express some thoughts. I hope that you are enjoying it and getting something out of it. Make sure you follow or subscribe or whatever that button is in the specific podcast player that you are listening to. And if you want to hear longer form chats that I have with other people who are doing creative things with their life, check out also the Between Dreams podcast. That's it for now. Thank you. Goodbye.